News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Estimated 4.7 billion people using social media. It's no wonder it has become a prime marketing tool for cosmetic procedures, among many other things. But what happens when your friends go from filters to fillers? Joining us now is psychotherapist and author of the forthcoming book, What Your Teen Is Trying To Tell You, Stella O'Malley. Stella, do you believe that social media is driving the, the, the Botox, the lip fillers, the, the, all the other bits and bobs that, that people are, I suppose, doing now right up to surgical interventions, I suppose. I do. I think that it's kind of quite obvious that we're thinking about our looks a lot more than we ever were before. And there's something about the concept of, of filters where we can see improved versions of ourselves and we get offered improved versions of ourselves that kind of opens the door to enhancing our faces, for example. And so it it kind of, it opens up a a concept that I think wouldn't have even come into our brains had it not been for social media. And then we see so many before and after. It's very much, it's kind of applauded by social media as in you're looking after yourself, you're taking care of yourself. Living your best life. That's what's under the banner of. Yeah. And, you know, in a way you could say, yeah, what harm? But it does seem to be impacting people at a very young age. They're starting to talk. Certainly, I've noticed. That's what I was kind of going to ask you in terms of of harm, right? Because, you know, there are lots of things that people have always done to themselves. They wear makeup before filters, before fillers, before any of it. But, you know, they wore makeup, they dyed their hair, they they wore girdles and corsets. And, you you know, people, uh, women in particular, but I I guess men are doing it too, to some extent. But, but they've often done things to enhance their appearance a little bit that 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 is the way of the world so so is this inherently harmful or is this just you know modern innovations on on a, on a sort of a, a time old theme it's been sold as modern innovations on a time old theme and you know cleopatra thousands yeah. of years we were we were doing different cosmetic kind of um improvements on ourselves and yet, we don't. We do know the long-term impact of, let's say, fillers, because we've seen it. We all saw. You remember the reunion of friends there, and yeah. a lot of them had cosmetic surgery. And the thing about it is, is it doesn't improve over age. Cosmetic surgery. It seems to be the first hit is almost the best hit. So if you get your lips done the first time, it can often look fabulous. Or your jaw. A lot of people are getting their jaw sculpted or fillers. But then, if you keep on getting them it seems to make it worse, worse, worse. It, it doesn't make it better, better, better. Now, I don't know the actual kind of timeline. Maybe the third one is the best one. And, and is, after that, and it is that all we downhill. really care about? Because it's interesting you say that. And, and, and <laughs> I think we've all seen people who have gone, uh, I'm actually thinking I saw something uh, that popped up on a timeline of mine over the weekend and it said... Um, <laughs> Sharon Osbourne shows off her new face which is when you think about it quite a, a bizarre kind of a headline and she'd obviously had maybe more I don't know a facelift or something I don't actually know exactly what she had done and she looked a little unusual there's no denying it but uh, do we only care are we only snippy about these things if they don't look well I suppose Sharon Osbourne had, had, had revealed a new face that looked unbelievable and she looked 35 would we all be saying that was fabulous do, do, do we only sneer at the ones that kind of go awry or go wrong and actually we're, we're totally here for the ones that, that when people intervene and, and they look well like people people would give think, Jennifer yeah. Aniston less of a hard time about, about interventions than Courtney Cox because I think the idea is, is that hers are better 
hers are better and the presumption is, the general presumption is she's done a little bit less. She knew when to pull back. She didn't go all in. Now, I'm not sure about that. Maybe I don't know either. We would no way of knowing. Yeah. But yeah, I, but I suppose we are, are we, we are, are, are we in general kind of giving out about this, or do we only give about about the stuff where, where people don't look that great? Yeah, without a doubt. And the idea of cosmetic improvements from Cleopatra onwards was that it was improving you. And when it's not improving you, do you know, or are you kind oh of dear, down a rabbit yeah. hole? I'm always saying it's just a little bit. I just that one wasn't quite right, but the next one will be right, and the next one will be right. Yeah. And there isn't laws. There isn't very many guidelines, and we don't know exactly who is uh, uh, and the, the good people or not. Yes, doing this. and is there a, a, a major worry in all of this, in particular for younger people, Stella? That that the, the Jennifer Anistons and the Courtney Coxes are all are in their fifties, and, and and you know they're yeah. trying to hold back the sands of time to some extent, and. I have some sympathy with them. But <laughs> but having said that, that's one thing and they're grown, adult, mature women. It's very different when you've got a 15-year-old saying, I want to have my lips filled or I want to have my boobs done. or I want, like, like, is, is there a concern about the age of people who are now starting down this road? There is, because we don't know. These, these young, and I've met them, these young people who want to get their fillers, they want to get their lips done. It's done so lightly and talked about so regularly. And we don't know what is that going to be like in 20 years or 30 years. We've no idea. It, well, we've, we've had a certain kind of suggestions from Sharon Asburn and, yeah. you know, um, uh, Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox and stuff. But the, starting at such a young age is utterly needless and driven by vanity and a kind of an over-the-top emphasis on our look, and, and, which uh, generally isn't very happy-making. No, and that was the last thing I was going to ask you. That like there are people I'm sure who who do bits and pieces to themselves, and then are like, "Oh, I look great," and and they're kind of happy enough, and it's 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 not coming necessarily from a place of, of crippling feelings of of inadequacy or, or or things like that. But there are vulnerable people where it's coming from exactly that place and is that a little bit different whether how vulnerable somebody is when they engage with this stuff it really is if you have a body dysmorphic disorder you, you're kind of you're obsessed often with one part of your body or your, your face so maybe it's your nose or your eyes or something and you get obsessed with it and you can continuously want to kind of tinker with it and if you end up in cosmetic surgery and you have body dysmorphia you really could be in a very vulnerable place now. If you've got, if you that meet, that person meets somebody who just wants to make money, and just continuously says, "Oh yeah, well, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could yeah. do that," you've got you've got a horrible combination that can really lead to disastrous kind of decisions because they're unnecessary, and also really kind of preying on the most vulnerable people. So it's a horrible combo. We need more guidelines and kind of laws. In this area. Look, thank you for speaking to us on all of this this morning. That is psychotherapist and author there, Stella O'Malley, author of the forthcoming book, What Your Teen Is Trying To Tell You. Let us know your view on it. I know it's really easy to be snippy and dismissive of people who've had cosmetic interventions. I know it is. And people do tend to be a bit sort of sneery about it. But they're mainly sneery about the ones that don't look well. There is an element of that. But what about the younger people, the more vulnerable people and an industry that's maybe preying on them? What do you think about all of this? 53106 at a cost of 30 cent or indeed tweet us this morning at NT Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.